Hello, this is Bob Gray Sr. Welcome to the Ministry Moments Podcast. Hello, this is Bob Gray Sr. Welcome to Ministry Moments every Friday, 3 o'clock Central Time. It's not a sermon. I'm not going to stomp my foot or spit and foam, I don't think, <laughs> at the mouth and just uh, try to give you some helpful hints. Uh, that might be a, a blessing and a help to you. Today, I want to talk to you about Sunday school. Sunday school. Mrs. Hiles said about Brother Hiles, he has always been a Sunday school man, a Sunday school man. And the church over here in Marshall, Texas, they tore the building. Our men helped them uh, tore the building down with Ray Young and then took it and reassembled it up in Hammond. Uh, she told me that they took the auditorium and ran uh, shirts or shirts, uh, slide uh, curtains. I'll get it right in a minute and put curtains up and divided up the auditorium into Sunday school class. Always been a Sunday school man. And uh, when I was there, Mrs. Gray and I were there with our family uh, in the early 70s. We graduated in 76 with the first four year class. And she was Dr. Evans' secretary. And I eventually began to work at the, at the college before I went to Bourbon A. But uh, back in, in those uh, days, there were 800 Sunday school classes at First Baptist Church of Hammond. They averaged 20 to 25 apiece. Now, there were, were large auditorium classes, and uh, they, they couldn't help it with so many people getting saved, so many people coming and so on. So the large auditorium class, but there were 800 classes that ran 20, 25 apiece. That's 16, 17,000 people. That doesn't include the large, large ones. The A Sunday School would shock you. Uh, the bus ministry of the A Sunday School ran 20 and 25. Now, JoJo Moffat, Roy Moffat are crazy, but they run 75 to 100. But uh, honestly, the A, the people before the college ever got started was, was the largest Sunday school in the world. But that was before the college even got started. And all the B and the C Sunday school and D Sunday school and so on, all of that came about because of the fact the influx of so many college students. And we were fortunate enough, my wife and I, to be a part of the A because she was Dr. Evans' secretary and, and, and so on. So the Sunday school is what it, it, Brother House was known for. He wasn't known for the world's largest church. He was known for the world's largest Sunday school and received an award from Elmer Towns for that. Again, this is just as the college was getting started. This, this had already happened. Now, let me talk to you about Sunday school, some things that I observed from Brother Hiles from being there, part of that, and then implementing uh, as, I, as my ministry. I'm in my 50th year. So let me give you some thoughts here about Sunday school. Number one, the pastor must be the Sunday school superintendent. Don't give that up. Don't, don't give that to a staff member. Don't give it to anybody. The pastor must be the Sunday school superintendent. He has to be. He has to be. And don't give up that job. Number two, departmentalize a, and have a graded Sunday school. Departmentalize a graded Sunday school, first grade, second grade, third grade. Um, and then if you want to have, uh, I was in a church here really growing, and uh, they, had, they had first grade east and first grade west. And so they were beginning to geographically divide it up but it was still first grade. So departmentalize a graded Sunday school, have a graded Sunday school and departmentalize and have department superintendents and have 
uh, have department superintendent meetings and, and, and weekly teachers and workers meetings and so on. Very important. The churches who grew in the 60s, 70s, 80s were organized. They had organized. Sunday school was the heartbeat. Sunday school was the foundation. You broaden the foundation and the taller the building. The broader the foundation, which is Sunday school, the taller the building. So I said, number one, pastor must be the Sunday school superintendent. I'm talking about Sunday school now. Number two, departmentalize a graded Sunday school. Number, th number three, have weekly teachers and workers meeting without fail. Weekly teachers and workers meeting. Uh, we did Wednesday night before the Wednesday night Bible study because we had choirs. So we had all the choirs for all the children. So the kids had a place to go and they were uh, learning uh, music and so on. And we'd let them sing in the main auditorium too uh, once, a, once a month. So I said, number one, the pastor, we're talking about Sunday school now. The pastor and all great churches were, had, had were built on, on great Sunday schools. Number one, pastor must be the Sunday school superintendent. Number two, departmentalize a graded Sunday school. Number three, weekly teachers and workers meeting is mandatory. And it has to be there. It has to be there. And the pastor's got to lead that meeting every, every Wednesday night. I suggest Wednesday night. That's what we did. That got people back for the Wednesday night Bible study, but also gave the kids a chance to be in graded choirs. And, and we let them sing once a month, and it was it was good. Okay, Sunday school. The topic is Sunday school. Pastor must be the Sunday school superintendent. Departmentalize our graded Sunday school. Weekly teachers and workers meeting. Number four, the broader the base, the taller the building. The broader the base, the taller the building. The more Sunday school, small Sunday school classes you have, the bigger the building will be. The greater the support or the foundation of it. You got that? I said, number one. The pastor must be the Sunday school superintendent. Number two, departmentalize our graded Sunday school. Number three, you must have weekly teachers and workers meeting. Number four, the broader the base, the taller the building. Number five, keep Sunday school classes small. I travel, I preach, and the pastor say, I can't get my teachers to visit. Well, good grief. You got 100 people on the roll. There's no reason. It's impossible. So keep the, we're, we're, we're making a big mistake. Got to keep the Sunday school classes small. So if they're 12 and under number wise, then they'll be able to visit them, be able to keep accurate records, be able to visit absentees and visit regulars. So that's going to be a, a possibility if we keep the small, small classes small. But if we don't do that, um, and, and by the way, you're more apt to grow the teacher if the class is smaller. Um, the teacher will learn more than the student. It's just the nature of it. The teacher prepares 100% and gives 50%. That teacher is going to grow just by having the lesson and preparing the lesson and teaching the lesson. All right, we're talking about Sunday school now. Pastors must be the Sunday school superintendent. Number two, departmentalize a graded Sunday school. Number three, you must have weekly teachers and workers meeting. Number four, the broader the base, broader the bit more Sunday school classes you have, the taller the building. Uh, number five, keep Sunday school classes small. Number six, keep accurate records. Keep accurate records. Spot check. Find out. You're the Sunday school superintendent. You're the pastor. Go back and look, look, show me your, your Sunday school. I want to see it. Uh, they've got to have a, they've got to have a, oh, 
on a bus and they brought him in out of bus number five. And I have no idea. Well, you know, you could ask the bus captain. And if the bus captain doesn't know, then you can put pressure on him to find out. Uh, you, you have to. You have to. If all of us would decide that we're going to keep accurate records, we'll keep more. The retention will be higher. Than, than what it normally is. All right, I'm talking about Sunday school now. Number one, pastor must be the Sunday school superintendent. Departmentalize a graded Sunday school. Three, you must have weekly teachers and workers meeting. Number four, the broader the base, the more Sunday school classes you have, the taller the building and the stronger the foundation. It's not gonna be weak, it'll be strong. Then number four, number five, keep Sunday school classes small. Number six, keep accurate records. Number seven, teachers workers requirement sheet must be signed each year. Um, when I when I would assign a staff member, now I would look at the Sunday school, the soul winning role. Uh, Paul Duckett Jr. God bless him. God bless his memory. One of the greatest staff men. Paul Duckett. God bless him. In heaven now. I miss him. But Paul would would bring. I, he would bring in. He took role. All we had eight soul winning times. We kept records on all of them. When it came time, we needed to fill a class. I would have him bring that role in and I would go through, go through and go through. And, and then Dr. Bowen would take the names I would give to him and he would interview the people to enlist them to teach a particular Sunday school. But they, it came from the soul winning roles. If they weren't soul winning, I wasn't interested. And then I, I'd check with the financial department. Are they, are they tithing? Are they faithful to their Sunday school class? So we're talking about Sunday school. Number one, pastor must be the Sunday school superintendent. Departmentalize a graded Sunday school. It has to be departmentalized and graded. Number three, you must have weekly teachers and workers. I mean, you have to have. Number four, broader the base, the taller the building. Multiple Sunday school, a lot of Sunday school classes. Next, keep Sunday school classes small. Next, keep accurate records. Next, number seven, teachers and workers requirement sheet must be signed by each worker. They've got to sign it. When they're enlisted, they've got to sign it. And don't forget now, I would look at the slow winning role. I would choose to say, uh, Brother Bowen, I'd like for you to talk to these people about second grade boys or whatever it might be, third grade girls, whatever it might be. But they're already slow winning, already giving, faithful to their Sunday school class. And then he would enlist them. I would choose them, but he would en enlist them. All right. Um, now, the last point that I'll, I want to bring up, and I think this is important, you've got to enlist substitute teachers. You've got to enlist substitute teachers. Now, what I would, for every class, I had a substitute. But that substitute had to come to the teacher's workers meeting, had to be prepared to teach if that teacher were absent that Sunday. Uh, that helps me in a, in a myriad of ways. But I didn't want them going to, I think, a mistake that we make, a lot of people make, is we put the substitute in there with the teacher while the teacher teaches. No, 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 no. They ought to go to their own, the substitute teacher ought to go to their own Sunday school class and be a member of that Sunday school class, but come prepared on Sunday morning just in case the teacher is sick. That way you're not scrambling trying to fill each position of a, of a sick or, uh, uh, or an absent Sunday school teacher, you got that? So they would come to the teacher and workers meeting. They would get the Sunday school lesson two weeks in advance. They would prepare for it. It's good for them. Good for them. They would prepare for it. But they wouldn't go and just sit in that class while somebody was teaching. No, no, I don't want that. I want them to go to their Sunday school class 
And that way they will continue to grow and participate in their Sunday school class, but be available in case somebody's sick. You got it? Okay, let's review Sunday school. We're talking about Sunday school. Pastor must be the superintendent, Sunday school superintendent, nobody else but the pastor. Number two, departmentalize and, and, and have a graded Sunday school. Number three, weekly teachers and workers meeting as priority. Number four, the broader the base, the taller the building. A lot of Sunday school classes, small Sunday school classes, the taller the building. Keep uh, Sunday school classes small, 12 and, and under. Uh, keep accurate records. Spot check them every once in a while. Next, teachers and workers requirement sheet. People change. They do. God bless them. They change. And things change. I mean, good grief. Uh, iPhones and computers and all of that, things change. So I just had them cited every year just to make sure that uh, that they're up to beat with separation standards and so on and so on. Then enlist substitute Sunday school teachers for each class. So yeah, there's a teacher and a substitute teacher. Now the substitute teacher would come to the teacher and workers meeting. She would get the Sunday school lesson, but she would go or he would go to their Sunday school class on Sunday morning. They would not go and sit in the class where they're a substitute. No, 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 no but they'd be prepared. That way you're always, you're not scrambling at the last minute trying to fill those posts. Well, God bless you. Uh, here we are, Ministry Moments, every Friday, three o'clock Central Time, uh, the nitty gritty of the ministry. Join us every week. Uh, subscribe to Ministry Moments YouTube or go to your favorite pod podcast provider and subscribe there or go to the softwarespoms.com and subscribe there. But every Friday, three o'clock Central Time. Now you can listen to it at your own at your own convenience. But uh, subscribe that way you'll get it every week. God bless you. Have a great week of soul winning.